Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another digital citizen. My name is Fro. With me, I have Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Uh, we are one day early. Why are we one day early, Luke? Uh, because it's going to be insanely hot here. It's going to be, uh, you know, around 100 degrees Fahrenheit, somewhere in there for the next, like, few days where I'm at. So, uh, yeah, uh, there would be no way to do a show comfortably uh, in the next <laughs> few days, so we did it today. Yeah. It's still going to be hot so today, but it's not going to be as crazy hot, so... Yeah, so if uh, people are wondering why we're not talking about Wednesday's news, that is because this is recording on a Tuesday. Right. Uh, I mean, we are going to talk about some breaking news here in a minute, I guess, but... Uh, we yeah. definitely are. If anything so happens we... tonight, on a Tuesday yeah. night, yeah, then we're going to miss that. I don't know. We haven't really talked... I think we'll probably put the... Are we putting up the show on Wednesday? I don't even know. No, we're probably putting it up today. We're going to put it up today. So, yeah, we, yeah. We're, everybody's getting a show a day early, and that means we get a a long week this week, which is kind of an extra day to watch TV and do other things for next week's show. That's true. Uh, it also means with uh, greater power comes bigger responsibility. That's what I learned through all the uh, movies I've seen. That's definitely accurate. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Are you saying you don't have superpowers, Luke? Right. Really? Uh, I, I, I've I seen a lot of movies, and they tend to give people a lot of superpowers in the movies I see. What would be, be your superpower if you had one? You know, I don't... I have, I have no idea. What would be a good superpower? I think... Uh, I guess teleportation would probably be the best one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I would say flying, but, like, if you have teleportation, <laughs> do you really need to fly, right? Yeah, yeah, no. Um, I would pick time travel. That's just too... There's too much that can go wrong with time travel. Sure. Uh, but I want to warn myself about things that will happen in my future. So I don't get my heart bro broken and things like that. Uh, I, I guess so, uh, but like, yeah. Again, going back to the thing about movies is like, something always goes wrong with time travel. You inevitably going to screw something up, butterfly effect wise or whatever. So I wouldn't want that. Has there any? Uh, I, I'm trying to think. Has there been any movie where time travel was a plot device where time travel went good? Uh, like it was a positive thing that happened. Like even, even to a the certain notebook? degree, uh, was time travel the, the, the notebook? <laughs> Perfect example. Thank you. Uh, I think Andrew Cuomo uh, would like a time travel machine. He probably would. Uh, it would probably help him out a bit if he could go back in time quite a ways. <laughs> uh, quite a ways, probably is my guess, but. 
because Andrew Cuomo, Governor Andrew Cuomo, uh, I guess former governor at this, well, maybe not quite yet, but uh, Andrew Cuomo has an, announced his resignation Tuesday over a barrage of sexual harassment allegations, which we talked about last week, mm -hmm. uh, in a fall from grace a year after he was widely hailed as nation, uh, widely hailed nationally for his daily briefings and leadership during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, the televised address by the Democrat, if oh he emphatic, em, emphatically denied intentionally showing any disrespect towards women. Uh, he he called the politically motivated attack on him uh, would subject the state to months of turmoil, and he can't. He said, "There's a quote: I cannot be a cause of that because they were going to uh, impeach him, right? If, if he didn't resign, so it would have been a mm -hmm. big whole ordeal." I'm sure he he says he doesn't want the state to go through that, but I'm sure he didn't want to go through it either. Uh, he says the best way I can help now is to step aside and let the government get back to government. I I find it a little funny if we again had a little time traveling machine because when when he was on his highest, I remember I said to you, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, when when. Uh, there was talks about like uh, uh, getting him into the election. Uh, I said, "Hey, that sounds like a good idea." <laughs> did you? Yes, I did. <laughs> and you said, "You literally said no. That would never work." <laughs> yeah, I remember people talking about, you know. People really thought he was the best, like the greatest thing ever, because he was on TV, he was on MSNBC and CNN all the time, making addresses mm -hmm. about the COVID stuff. Um, but, I mean, it, the problem is, uh, the whole time that he was being praised for doing things that were supposedly good, he was also doing horrible things, uh, including these sexual harassment allegations, as well as... Uh, letting people die of COVID uh, in right. his state, which was strange to think about because he was being touted as this great, this person who was great during the COVID pandemic when he really mm. wasn't. And it was all just being pushed by, you know, the media as, oh, this is our, this is our poster boy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, when you do that to a person and you don't actually like look into how they actually treat are actually treating it instead of like how they're talking about how they're treating it or how they are portraying it as as like oh look look how strong and dignified he is uh well that doesn't being strong and dignified doesn't equal being a good person right yeah you know that's that's one of the things that i i think like i i very much uh looked uh onto him as uh, one of my heroes and he has fallen quite uh, fast in my my eyes to say it mildly uh, it says here as a defiant Como still clung to the office state lawmakers launched an impeachment investigation and nearly the entire democratic establishment in New York deserted him not only over these accusations but also because of the discovery that the administration had concealed thousands of COVID-19 deaths among yeah. nursing home patients, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and uh, it's not only him that is resigning. Uh, Time's Up leader is resigning as as well over aiding 
uh, Como uh, in his sexual harassment allegation. So, right. If you remember, Times Up. I think the only t the last time I heard about Times Up was the um, Tara Reid went Tara yeah. Reid when she was accusing Joe Biden of sexual allegations. Uh, mm -hmm. she went to this group, Time's Up, and they said they couldn't do anything for her. Remember that? I do remember And that's why that, she yeah. ended up going to the presses, because they said, oh, we can't do it because it's Joe Biden. Uh, well, now the, the chairwoman, Roberta Kaplan, has resigned of, of Time's Up after facing widespread out, uh, criticism for allegedly advising Andrew Cuomo's administrations on sexual harass harassment allegations against him. Uh, the prominent lawyer Kaplan, who founded Time's Up Legal Defense Fund, uh, and represents Gene Carroll in a defamation lawsuit against Donald Trump, resigned Monday, becoming the latest prominent fi figure to, to quit in the wake of the scandal engulfing Cuomo. Uh, yeah, so they, it seems like they, according to the Times, Kaplan announced her resignation by letter Monday, stating that as practicing attorney, she could not openly answer questions about her involvement with Cuomo. Okay. Uh, but what they're saying is that she helped to... She she was in... Uh, what is the good word for it? She was working with his administration to maybe uh, not cover it up, but to make these things seem not as bad as, as they were. Mm-hmm. Um as well as other people, including his brother of CNN, uh, who I... What I heard is he went on vacation this week, his brother. Mm, perfect. Yeah, mm. What good timing to go on... He's like, oh, I just happened to be on vacation this week. See you guys later. I can't comment on anything. I'm on vacation. Right, exactly. Uh, I th there's speculation that um, he may not be coming back to CNN after all of this. That maybe, you know, going on vacation is really going on vacation, in air quotes. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I was just going to ask you, actually. Do you think this will have any other ramifications other than the two we see are fired already? I would think, yeah, um, his brother, and then I'm sure there's other people that were involved in this that knew about it. Um, we'll just have to see if anything else comes out. Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm extremely happy that uh, this uh, happened. Now, I I, I think uh, we don't have we can't uh, ever have leaders like him in the position he is. So. I'm I'm happy he has walked away from it. I think it's a little too late, but that's another topic. I guess the other thing is just like the whole concept of like people. What's a good word for it? People treating somebody the way they treated him, like he was some kind of um, figure to be looked up to. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. um, without really. Without really knowing the person, right? Um, I think that you're almost always going to be let down by those kind of people that are being put up there as some on a pedestal. You know what I mean? Those kind of I think right. those people are always going to let you down, and this just is like way, way, w letting you way, way, way down. <laughs> I guess. You know, he went from uh, being the messiah of COVID to. Uh, kind of the Judas of COVID. 
it's kind of interesting when there come a lifetime movie about his life in six months uh, I think that's uh, probably what that movie will be about like his fall from grace more or less uh, yeah I wouldn't be surprised if we get some kind of documentary or movie about like mostly about I can see them like doing it about him and his brother because like when you think about it if him his brother and this woman at times up so the officer of the 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 governor's office working with CNN and this organization times up working all together to try to hide the sexual harassment allegations Mm -hmm. that's the definition of a conspiracy (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If people want really want to look at a conspiracy that I think is more or less proven, you don't really have to look far in this case. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Definition definition of conspiracy, right? Like, I'm we're not, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that in a, in a legal way where I'm saying I'm not a judge. I guess I was right. No, 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 no. Right. No. Uh, we have. Uh, some bad news. Uh, uh, early signs uh, shows that uh, COVID-19 vaccines may not stop the Delta transmission, uh, they say, in England. Uh, there are early signs that people who have been vaccinated against COVID-19 may be able to transmit the Delta variant and of the virus as easily as those who have not. Uh, scientists at the Public Health England said Friday the fighting findings chime with those from the CDC in the United States, which last week raised concerns that vaccinated people infected with Delta could, unlike with other variants, readily transmit it. Uh, Vaccines have been shown to provide good protection against uh, severe diseases and death from Delta, especially with two doses, but there is less data on whether vaccinated people can still transmit uh, it to others but like they said uh, there's evidence mm. that it's just as easily spread uh, even if you have a vaccine or one of the current vaccines I guess yeah uh, I watched this Christian show on YouTube the other day and they were talking about how how uh, this new uh, virus of the Delta shows that uh, the coronavirus in the first place wasn't as bad as they thought uh, and uh, that the government was doing this to control people and there was really no Delta variant and they said that uh, like they are scaring people with the Delta variant and I, and I go like oh, really this is the this is the hill you're willing to die on you're willing to die of COVID-19 related things just to prove that you, you, you're right, that government doesn't uh, like work? Like This is the hill you, you're willing to die on. Well, these are people that grew up uh, in their life way before COVID came around with the concept in their head that the government is going to try to inject us with some type of mark of the beast thing it's gonna happen at some point and then when COVID-19 came around that was like oh look they're doing it they're doing the thing that I thought they were gonna do this whole time look they're doing it like it wasn't Mm. it wasn't that uh 
COVID, COVID vaccine came around and then people decided, oh, I don't want a vaccine because of these reasons. They had already made up their mind they didn't want a vaccine for those reasons. And then COVID came on top of that, where, yeah. I, where I think a lot of people look at it and go, oh, people don't want the vaccine because uh, of this specific COVID vaccine. But that's not necessarily the case. It's like mm. they're afraid of... Uh, putting something from the government in their body because they're afraid of being multiple different reasons. Being tracked, the mark of the beast, the end of times, all this stuff. Yeah, no, like I said, if this is the hill you're willing to die on, please do, but still uh, keep inside. <laughs> like, if you, if you really want... But that's the problem, like, they don't care. They don't care that they are uh, spreading it to other people that are being careful. That, right. That's, that's like, like, that is the main problem. It's like, they don't care about spreading it to others because they don't think it's a thing. I, and the other thing is, when, you, they, when they see an article like this from Reuters that early signs show people getting vaccinated can still transmit the the new variant, then they go, oh, we, see? Vaccines don't mm -hmm. work. I told you vaccines mm -hmm. don't work. And it's like, no, that's not what it says. <laughs> it says this new virus that we made, a, a, we made a vaccine for that old virus, and now we got a new mm -hmm. virus, and so it doesn't work with this one. It, that, not that it mm -hmm. doesn't work, right? Yeah, yeah. But, I yeah, mean, no. it, this other story is also going to be one that they're going to go, see, it they didn't know what they were doing when they made it. They they didn't know what they were... They didn't really test these vaccines. They didn't really... This is going to be the argument from them when they see an article like Moderna says we need to get a COVID-19 booster shot this fall. Uh, biotech from firm Moderna said Thursday it expected that a third dose of COVID-19 vaccine would be necessary before this winter, saying protection uh, from the shot could fade over time. Okay. Mm. Which nobody told me that when I got the shot, actually. So that's kind of <laughs> weird. But Moderna, mm -hmm. Moderna presented data on Thursday showing noticeable drop in antibody levels, uh, a key element in the immune response, six to eight months after the second dose. The information has been reviewed by outside scientists and published. Uh, we believe booster dose a booster dose is likely necessary this fall, Particularly in the face of the new variant, uh, is what they said. Yeah, I guess I have never been uh, more happy that I'm on Pfizer. It seems like uh, Pfizer is. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they also come out and say, "Oh, we're like in the Could next be? few." Yeah. Oh, here we go. Pfizer, which makes another COVID nineteen vaccine, has forcibly made the case to roll out boosters as soon as six months after the second dose. So yeah, they've yeah, already yeah. even, they've already even said they're going to do it. Uh, and yeah. what I said to Fro when we were talking about this, what, whenever yeah. we talked about it this week, I was like, they better not make me pay for it. Cause that would be some straight up bullshit. That'd be like yeah. that shady drug dealer in like a Saturday morning kids <laughs> special where he's like, you can have the first one free, man, but then you gotta pay for the rest. Pay for it. Right. <laughs> and it says right here, uh, selling millions of booster shots could provide big financial boost to Moderna, who first and only commercial product is the vaccine. Uh, so yeah, it sounds like they're gonna charge for the booster shot. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's I think that's kind of dirty pool, but that's just me, I, I guess. No, no, it's not dirty pool. It's bullshit. That is what it is. 
total utter bullshit. It's not like they're rich or anything. Does absolutely nothing. They could give a free vaccine to everybody. But yeah, uh, yeah, you need universal health care, Luke. Well, yeah, that would help a lot if uh, <laughs> in this situation. But I think we've been saying that this whole time. So, I mean, I I I am saying that as a socialist. So that lives in Norway. Wasn't it Biden in the debate at one point that said that universal health care wouldn't help with a with a with pandemic? Vaccine, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh-huh. I, I thought I remembered that. <laughs> uh, let's talk now about another asshole. Uh, Bill Gates uh, admits spending time with Jeffrey Epstein was a huge mistake. Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates in an interview on Wednesday admitted that his interactions with convicted sex offender Epstein were a um, huge mistake. Uh, this is a quote. I had several dinners with him, you know. Uh, actually, we have the video, so let's just watch the video. Yeah, let's watch the video instead. Okay, let me uh, pull it up really quick. Okay. Okay, go ahead. In three, two, one, go. Can you explain your relationship with Epstein? Did you have any concerns? Uh, was there ever any concerns you had about it? Oh, certainly. Uh, you know, I had several dinners with him, uh, you know, hoping that uh, what he said about getting billions of philanthropy for global health uh, through uh, contacts that he had might emerge. You know, when it looked like that wasn't a real thing, that relationship ended. But it was a huge mistake uh, to spend time with him, to give him the credibility of, you know, being there. There there were lots of others uh, in that same situation, but I I made a uh, mistake. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, at I least he's admitting he's that like, he knew him and that he hung out with him. That you can, yeah. It's more than you can say for other people like Bill Clinton, I guess. Right. I agree. I, I, I think uh, this is uh, taking at least somewhat of a, a self-reflection in, in what he has done. Right, but how much of it is PR and how much... You know, like, right. How... how, how good of friends were they really or were they like in this yeah. he's trying to make it that they really were just like it was all a business thing all he was worried about right. was the funding and he just wanted money from the guy and that eventually the money never came through for whatever reason um that part kind of made me go because this epstein had connections to get this kind of money so yeah he, he what i would kind of want to explain is why did the money not you know what I mean? Why, mm. if the money would have gone through, would Bill Gates still have been working with the guy? Right? Probably. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, talking about uh, this case, uh, let's talk about Prince Andrew. Uh, Prince Andrew is also uh, mixed up in this Epstein case. And um, Prince Andrew's accuser could sue him in New York court this week. Her lawyer has said he claims the royal has ignored offers to negotiate with them. Miss Roberts, who claims Jeffrey Epstein forced her to have sex with the Duke of York when she was 17, has until August 14th to launch a potential multi-million pound civil action against the prince in New York court. Uh, 
David Boys. Her lawyer said that the legal action would include allegations of improper sexual violations, physical and emotional distress, and claims for damages. Uh, he told the Mail on Sunday that that time's up in quotes for the legal action after a letter he sent asking the Duke's legal team to negotiate out of court uh, had gone unanswered. So hmm. they they. They tried to settle it out of court, and now it looks like we'll see if it actually happens. But that this week, at some point, uh, they're going to announce a lawsuit. I'm happy that it is happening. I mean, that is maybe on the top of my least favorite interviews of all time. Like he was such a douchebag in that interview. Like I, I, it was like, like I, I can't imagine how they got them to get that interview in the first place. Like, he incriminated himself over and over and over and over and over again. I well, I think at the time, it wasn't as kind of uh, known what, what how widespread the the problem was, I guess. And so I think he they thought they were getting ahead of it by having him go out and do this interview. With, they didn't realize they were just... Uh, putting more fuel on the fire to mm. a degree. Yeah. Uh, uh, it says here, yeah. she's able to file a civil action up until August 14th uh, because uh, New York's Child Victim Act last year was extended and the deadline for filing allegations relating to child sex abuse. Previously, alleg alleged victims had five years and... Uh, after their 18th birthday, but that's been extended, so now she... Because it would have been out of the... Uh, it would have been out of time for her to file a lawsuit, technically, but mm -hmm. since they've just recently extended the... What is it called? Uh, the amount of time you're allowed to file the lawsuit, now she's able to, uh, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh... Talking about something completely else, we have an update. Uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, we talked about uh, this Rolls-Royce uh, uh, factory in Bergen that Norway didn't want to sell to Russia because it could contain secrets. It's like a, it was a Rolls-Royce engine company, not a car company. Yes. Like it's a yeah. Rolls-Royce, well, it's, it's a division of Rolls-Royce that makes specifically mm -hmm. uh, maritime engines, right? Yeah, and uh, he agreed to sell uh, Bergen for 115 million euros to a uh, Russian company, but uh, the deal was blocked in March. But now it's sold. Yeah, it says it. Uh, Rolls Royce says it agreed to sell the maritime en engine business in Bergen to UK-based Langley Holdings in a deal which will boost the British aero engine making finances by. 110 million euros. Yeah, so they uh, lost 48 million euros in that deal. By selling it to a UK-based company mm -hmm. instead of a Russian-based company, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rolls-Royce had previously agreed to sell it for 150 million to a Russian company, but that deal was blocked by oh, blocked in March by Norway on national security grounds. After the attempt failed, Bergen will now only return 110 million euros to Rolls-Royce, right, like we said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what that really says about, um, 
this well, I mean, the company didn't really have a choice in it, really, right? They no, were, they were no, forced they by wanted. the government. So yeah, yeah, they wanted to sell, and the government's like, no, no, it's the Russians. They are very dangerous. That's my best Russian accent. I guess what's happening is Rolls Royce like lost a lot of money during the pandemic, so they're trying to sell off some of their um, assets that aren't like the main company to try to gain back some. Uh, mm -hmm some liquidity or whatever, some money. Uh, so that's why they're selling off this. And they're actually selling off a few other things as well as what I what I read in another article. Yeah, it's uh, strange. Uh, let's talk about something uh, also we have an update on. Uh, we talked about the Han Havana Syndrome many, many times on this podcast. Uh, yeah, and the Director of National Intelligence, Avril Haines... Uh, convened a top-level meeting this last week to discuss Havana Syndrome. Uh, but even months after of intensified efforts to multi by multiple government agencies, evidence pinpointing the origin of the Ill illness remains inconclusive. U.S. officials familiar with the matter said. Mm. Right, which is weird because I could have sworn if you were to read news articles from America that they had decided it was Russia, but now what we're seeing is they say <laughs> that the origins remain inconclusive, right? So... Where how that works? Like, you have to have to move the guilt to whatever is is mostly, like, good for the government there in the States. Right. The Capitol-level meeting is the latest in a series of government engagements on the Havana... Uh, syndrome issue, which achieved new prominence in recent months after former U.S. officials have suffered from symptoms uh, and shared more details about their experiences. In some cases, their difficulty obtaining proper medical care after, uh, you know, getting sick. Yeah. Which we talked so. about, like, that was kind of... Th nobody was really talking about it until a bunch of official... What, what do we... Uh, Officials in other countries, U.S. officials in other countries, started complaining and saying, "Hey, why are the why is the army getting treated and we're not getting treated?" That's kind yeah. of when this whole thing really, uh, I would say, turned around. Mm -hmm. Hey, look, uh, do you want to feel sorry for a very, very rich guy? Uh, actually, one second, I. I, I I was trying to find this one thing, and here it is. Okay. Oh. Uh, officials familiar with the intelligence being evaluated say the origins of the incidents of the incidents is in area of active inquiry, and that it has several hypotheses, including Ooh. that it is the work of Russian operatives using a directed energy technology to collect information from electronic devices. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. That's still being investigated. Cuba, China. And Iran have also been cited as potential actors, <laughs> though the intelligence community has said it's not determined that the cases are the work of any one foreign actor. Uh, my guess, it is the American government himself. Right, exactly. He, he who smelt it, dealt it, as they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now, do you want to feel sorry for a very rich guy? Sure. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, people feeling sorry for people a little later in, that are rich. But, yeah, poor Barack Obama. He's turning 60. He has t uh, to scale his uh, birthday party down because of COVID. I feel so sorry for him. 
yeah, well, yeah, F former President Barack Obama celebrated his 60th birthday on Saturday. Uh, a video of him dancing at the party has been buzzing on social media. <laughs> uh, the 44th president and the first former first lady held the birthday bash in Martha's Vineyard. Uh, TMZ documented the occasion, and during the bash, the former two-term president can be seen dancing without a mask in a video posted on Instagram by Erica Badu. Okay. Yeah. According, Erica Badu. According to Associated Press article, Obama's defenders stressed that the birthday party is being held outdoors. Guests were asked to provide a negative COVID test result and that COVID coordinators had been enlisted to ensure the event followed all public health guidelines. It says attendance was limited to family and close friends and published reports had... And published reports had said hundreds of celebrities, politicos, and others were expected to attend. Right. Aw. I feel so sorry for Mr. Obama. Uh, well, I don't... I, this is confusing, because it says... Uh, family and close friends. Right? Mm hmm It was limited to family and close friends. Mm -hmm. And... And hundreds of celebrities, politicos, and others. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So family, close friends, and then people like Erica Badu, mm -hmm. <laughs> who is, must be their best friend, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she is her best friend. I have, I don't know. <laughs> you have no, you, you, you don't, you don't think so? Maybe I have a feeling that Erica Badu and the Obamas aren't like just kicking it together. But I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Uh, it's such a it's such a weird uh, uh, the singer as well. It's like I I don't really understand why it's Erica Badu. I I I really don't. She's good, but she's not that good. No, there were a lot of celebrities there. It wasn't just I, mean, I saw Chrissy Teigen posted some pictures on Twitter, which I think is hilarious because isn't Chrissy Teigen totally canceled right now for being a horrible person? Is she? Yeah, she got canceled for like telling um, this. She people found some tweets of her telling a girl, like a young girl, like a nineteen-year-old mm -hmm. celebrity of some type, to kill herself. <gasps> yeah, so Chrissy Teigen's been canceled <laughs> pretty recently, mm -hmm. actually. But she, according to what I saw, the Obama party, they had like out. They said no pictures at all, zero pictures. But then all these. Celebrities just took pictures anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, there was an election. Really? In Ohio? It was a special election, yeah. So it's like, ah. yeah. What is special about it? Uh, well, it, it was a showdown kind of between the progressive movement and the Democratic Party is what happened. Because... Mm -hmm. The person, one of the people who was running was Nina Turner, former uh, Bernie Sanders supporter, or she was in the Bernie Sanders campaign. Um, she was running against Chantel Brown, uh, the preferred candidate by the Democratic Party. Uh, and Chantel Brown ended up winning after kind of the entire political, Democratic political, political establishment went against Nina Turner, even Hillary Clinton coming in to uh, to back Chantel Brown 
which mm. you would be like, this is just a little, uh, just a little, s very small election. Why is the Democratic Party so worried about this somewhat very small election? Why are they sending as millions of dollars to try to defeat Nina Turner? And the answer is, mm. uh, they don't like Sanders. It even says here, among uh, boosters. Among her boosters were Hillary Clinton, who thwarted Sanders for the 2016 presidential nomination. Jewish Democrats wary of Turner's comments about Israel. The leaders of Congressional Black Caucus, uh, Jim Clyburn and Joyce Beatty. Okay. Nice. So, she got defeated, but uh, she made a speech afterwards. Uh... So let's go ahead and listen to the concession speech, because I, I thought it was kind of a... She's a very good speaker, I guess, so you just have to hear her words to really uh, understand what she was what she was feeling when she lost. So go ahead and give me a countdown whenever you are ready. Okay. Yeah. yeah, three, two, one, go. You will be here from us soon. We are... It's not great audio, but I think it's being filmed on a cell phone. Problem. And all of you are on that list of helping us do this. We are going to continue to travel all over this country to ensure that progressives are not left alone when evil looks. Hello, somebody. We're going to make sure. So, I want you to continue to celebrate with your eyes towards the high prize and to the high mark. Because until justice rings for all, justice rings for none. Is it true that this uh, Brown is currently under investigation for corruption? Yes. Wow. I do believe that the everyday people of this nation, that the sleeping giants are going to continue to be awakened. And we are going to be the ones to wake them up. Ain't no stopping us now. God bless you all. <laughs> all right, we can stop she's it there. She's good. Yeah. yeah, she's such a good speaker. It's yeah. like, I can see why they were afraid of her winning. Because she is somebody yeah. who could, uh, you know, really bring people together to fight against the terrible things that both the Democrats and Republicans are doing. I feel like she's somebody who's trustworthy enough that, like, when she gets in there... You know, most politicians, when they get in into the position of power, what they said in the camp on the campaign trail doesn't always come true, right? But if, with her, I feel like it would. So I, maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong, but she is feels more trustworthy than most politicians to me. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree, definitely. Um, we don't have a Tron Tells the Truth this week, because Tron didn't know we were recording. Uh, I sent him a thing early. last night, but it was like way, it's way yeah. too last minute, so yeah, he wasn't able to get yeah. it to us yet. Breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah, something, an update on a story we just talked about literally five minutes ago for people <laughs> listening to this podcast, but uh, Epstein Accuser sues Prince Andrew. We said that she was thinking about suing him, and now it's happened. Mm -hmm. uh, U.S. woman who, who alleges she brought uh, 
she was brought to the UK at age 17 to have sex with the Duke of York, has filed a civil case in New York claiming he abused her. Virginia Roberts Gouffre, who is the accuser of convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein, claims she was sexually assaulted by Prince Andrew in London and New York. A spokesman for Prince mm. Andrew said there was no comment on the case. He has consistently denied the claims. The case alleges that Prince sexually abused Miss Gouffre uh, at the Lo London home of Epstein associate Ghislaine Maxwell and at Epstein's home in Manhattan and Little J St. James in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Okay. We also have this update from The Telegraph. Ghislaine mm -hmm. Maxwell prepared to give evidence on behalf of Prince Andrew. Uh, it says that she's uh, ready to do it. Uh, Friends of Miss uh, Maxwell says the social light will support Prince Andrew. Insistence that she, uh, he had never had sex with Virginia Gouffier. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, her lawyer, uh, Virginia Gouffier's lawyer, last night claimed that the prince, prince's lawyers have totally stonewalled, adding... He, he can ignore me, and he can ignore Virginia, but he can't ignore judicial process. Okay, yeah. so this is definitely going to be something Hot we'll probably down. talk about next week, and maybe even the week, week after, uh, duel, yeah. depending on how long it takes for this all to go through. But, yeah, uh, speaking about the allegations in 2019, in an amazing interview, Prince Andrew said they never happened, and that he was at a pizza mm -hmm. place. Of course. Because that's what royals do. They go to pizza places. <laughs> uh, okay, TV uh, uh, shows. I've seen some TV shows. A little less because we were recording a day before. But I've seen a UFO TV show on Showtime called UFO. That was the whole title? Yeah, UFO. Huh, huh. Yeah. all right. Uh, it's a documentary uh, about uh, the bombshell in the 2017, uh, revealing that the Pentagon had secretly had been tracking UFOs for for years and things like that. And it also examines like the history of the phenomenon and uh, the political uh, things. It's very very cool. Um, I liked it. Very informing for people that have no clue. About UFOs, uh, for me it was kind of like uh, seeing that, been there, done that. Sure, uh, right. But uh, for, for people that are absolutely like brand new into the UFO conspiracy uh, theories and uh, proofs and things like that. Um, but I will give it a six. Okay, I saw... What should I say? I guess Reservation Dogs? Reservation Dogs mm -hmm. on FX. Mm -hmm. um, it's a play on Reservoir Dogs, obviously, and they, even in this, they do a little scene where the these kids are all dressed up in black and white, and they're doing the slow-mo walk, like at the beginning of Re Reservoir Dogs, but it's about mm -hmm. a bunch of kids on a uh, Native American reservation, uh, and kind of it's about their lives one of them's kind of a badass uh, and the other they you know they're all kind of in individual different characters right or did you see this or not no i would recommend it it's it's worth checking out it's not terrible it's um it's it's for 
probably, you know, uh, 16 to 18 year olds is, is what I'm thinking, like targeting wise, but I, I didn't mind watching it. Like I enjoy, enjoyed it all the way through. Um, right. I have it on my list. Uh, right. Of shows I really want to see. It's kind of about how they want to get out of, you know, it's, they're living in this town that they don't like. And so they're going to do anything they can to get, get out of, to get out and get somewhere else. Um, whether, if that means stealing or, you know, uh, selling drugs or whatever else, they're going to do it kind of thing. Um, right. yeah, I would just recommend watching it and, and checking it out. It's, uh, I, I don't know. I'd give it, what did I give it? I gave it a eight. Um, and actually it's got an eight on IMDb I'm seeing. And so, yeah, I, I would say it's around an eight. It says a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but let me see if that's actually real. Yeah. Hmm. Go ahead. Uh, I, I saw a dating show, another dating show, because that's what we really, really need. Uh, but it's also a reality and a competition show. It's called F-Boy Island. And for people that n don't know what an F-Boy is, that's a fuckboy. So it's tell 12 nice guys looking for love and 12 fuckboys that are there to compete for oh. gold hard cash. Yeah. Uh, and then there are three women uh, that are dating them and then they have to pick the uh, good guy uh, because if they pick the bad guy they will win money, will win money. that was hard so the to women say. aren't told which ones are the ones that just nope. want to have sex with them and which ones are the ones that want a relationship is that what it is right okay yes all right okay um but they can kind of tell probably just by the way the guy's acting most of the time, you would think. Not really. Not really? No. Okay. No. I bet the producers are uh, like, you gotta kind of hide, don't just like come out there and, and be like a total fuck buddy right away, maybe? <laughs> I mean, they are kind of trying to like go for the like, oh, can an F-boy truly reform into a nice guy? So why, what's, the, nice guys? Wh what's the... What's the motivation for the fuckboys <laughs> to not be found out? Uh, they can win money. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. said that right. Yeah. So, so if the women pick uh, pick them, they will get hard cash. So it's kind of like cut mixed with a dating <coughs> show. Sorry. It's kind of like cut the YouTube channel mixed with a dating show. Never seen cut in my entire life. It's like those things where it's like, uh, can you spot the fake gamer? And they'll put like a bunch of gamers in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's bad. Uh, I will give it a three. Okay, I saw Hit and Run on Netflix. Uh, I did too. Where was this from? I don't, I, I didn't <coughs> write down the, what country it was from. Did you? Uh, I want to say it was Spanish. That was like my yeah. Initial... I want to say it's been yes. I think it's was Spanish as well. Uh, oh no, it was Israeli. That's right. Now I remember. Oh, because like the yeah, it was all based yes. in Israel and stuff. Uh, I just didn't write that down. But yeah, it's an action show. Uh, mm -hmm. the guy in it's kind of he's got a good look for like a badass action star guy. Um, I feel like I've seen this show already. Is that... I don't know if that's mm. how you felt, but I'm watching it and going, I feel like I've already seen this show. <laughs> yeah, I, I also... 
It reminds me a little of uh, the Brian King, uh, Quinston uh, thing we had uh, before called Judge, where like he plays the judge and uh, his son uh, does a hit and run. Oh, if you don't, yeah. right, okay. Um, yeah, I guess I can see that. It's more kind of, but this guy's more of a badass and less of like... Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Uh... Yeah, it was fine. I didn't mind it. It also didn't really catch my catch my interest. need to see. Yeah, my interest. Yeah. My need to see more of it. It was kind of like, eh, you know, it was fine. Two episodes, and I, I think I'm out with this one though. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, I don't really have any interest in seeing more than two episodes. Doesn't mean that it's bad by any chance, but uh, it's just I not have... good. It's not great. Yeah. I gave it a six. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty close. The middle, but I thought the acting was still yeah. pretty good. The acting is fine. I gave it a fine five point five. Oh, okay. Uh, a thing I saw was Money Hungry. This is on the Food Network. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. Can you guess if it's a cooking show or if it's a cooking show look? I thought you were going to be, it's on CNBC. It was going to be a, a thing about <laughs> stocks. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's uh, people uh, testing their taste spot for uh, trying to win $50,000. Uh, it is uh, with uh, uh, one of the guys from uh, Kumar Text. Harold uh, and uh, Kumar? Like, Go to Harold White Castle? And Kumar. Yes. Okay. Uh, he's the he's the um, uh, lead host, uh, but yeah, no, they have to like have uh, uh, sixty seconds rapid fire test uh, tasting tests and things like that. It is so yeah. I really need you to watch this. This is so fucking weird. It is so fucking stupid, but I loved it. I give it a five. Okay. Uh... Let's see. The last thing I saw was my. It was it my own orthodox life. I wrote my down the, yes my my. Um, did you get you watch this? Yes, sadly I did. Uh, this show. Uh, it's definitely trying to be the Kardashians, <laughs> right? It's a uh, it's a uh, cooking with the cooking with the Kardashians. Yeah, see. I Keeping up, up with the Kardashians, right? Yes, yes, but but I, I I also slipped a little up because of the the next thing we will talk about. But yes, it is a little like keeping up the up with the Kardashian if uh, they were ex Jews, <laughs> right? So they're it's like a family. Well, the mother is a fashion designer, but she used to be like in an ultra orthodox Jewish family slash community I guess like in marriage and mm. to the point where she wasn't like when she was a kid she wasn't allowed to learn like how to read and things like that so that hardcore mm -hmm. of like um they they aren't allowed in that, in that I guess they aren't allowed to show like certain parts of their body and things like that that, that kind of religious sect I guess uh and she got out of the religion and uh Started what a fashion? She started a shoe company, right? And then mm. got picked up by a fashion company, and now she runs like a fashion fashion thing. And her whole thing in this is like 
we're the first fashion brand to create a clothing line or no first yeah that's what and i was like how is that <laughs> that can't be true right that cannot possibly be true no it can't be true there's a lot of things that can't be true in this tv show uh, yeah, it's very plastic, fantastic. It's very That's fake. One of like them. all the. It's very fake. That, the, some of the parts where they're like arguing about because the one daughter has a husband who's still fairly religious, um, and, and the daughter uh, the the daughter is now uh, not as not religious anymore, and she wants to wear jeans. You remember this scene? Yeah. Uh, and she's talking about, uh, talking to him, like, and he's like, oh my gosh, you're wearing jeans. And it's like, they're, <laughs> you know, they're having like a, what wouldn't, because it's a religious bat, it would be a very uncomfortable situation, situation to like be in as the cameraman, mm. but you can tell it's all fake, like so incredibly, incredibly scripted and fake because the cameraman's there. Right, because mm. this kind of situ mm. if imagine a situation like that where you're hanging out in your house and you have a camera crew following you around, and so what? What does your wife decide to do? Come out in jeans, like it's mm. so scripted that it it's the fakest fake reality show, right? <laughs> but I I like it though. There's something it's... so dirty about like using <laughs> using your like. Your um, well, they don't only use like their uh, former re religiousness, re religious. I don't know how to say that. Their former re mm. religiousness, uh, to like basically sell clothing, but they're also using mm. like all these other. The, the daughter is uh, bisexual, and they have to mm -hmm. like keep making it all about how. Uh, it's just a weird way to sell shoes, right? <laughs> I guess is my point. It's like they're using all these social issues yes. that are very deep and important to certain people. And oh, they're yeah, using yeah. these deep, social, uh, important social issues uh, to yes, sell clothing. To sell shoes. And it yeah, just yeah. feels gross. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my entire life. But it's also very, very fun. Because it's so because it's so shitty. bad, right? Yes. It's definitely yeah. one of the worst shows I've seen this year. I gave it a one. I don't know about you. Oh, you you're nicer than me. I gave it a zero. <laughs> yeah, I probably could have given it a zero, but I, for some reason, the <laughs> first thing that came so into bad. my head was one. So, the one yeah. daughter, strangely enough, does look very similar to one of the Kardashians. I can't put my finger on which one it is, but. Mm. Uh, the one daughter who's married to the guy that I was... The one with the jeans. She does look yeah. very Kardashian-esque. Well, talking about Kardashian-esque, uh, let's talk about Cooking with Paris, episode one. Oh, I know there's one other TV show you watch that you're forgetting about. Oh, is there? And it had to do with skateboarding. Oh, yes. Uh, Luke forced me to, to uh, watch a TV show on YouTube. I and lots of times Rose says... I forced him to watch a TV show, and he's being over dramatic. But maybe this time I agree with him. <laughs> you actually, uh, I sat you time. down with, I put like things on your eyes, like in Clockwork Orange. 
Yeah, no, I saw King of the Road episode one and two, to be honest, because it was very fun. Um, yeah, let's let the game begin. And I very much liked. Uh, so it's a skateboarding show. Uh, I don't really care about skateboarding. That's that. That's sure. kind of true. But this uh, is a but, reality but show more than it is. This like is a, more yeah. reality show than than it's really about like tricks and mix. Right. I mean, uh, my favorite competition of of the first show was definitely the barrel jump. Uh, that was amazing. Um, right. And the host is wild and wacky. And... So funny. And the teams are, you know, they're even kind of interesting in their own right, like each individual person. And then you have these teams right. competing against each other. Yeah, I I, I thought you'd enjoy it uh, more than you thought you would. So I was like, yeah, I, I, I definitely did. I, I definitely liked it more than I, I, I was thinking. I was thinking I would give it a four. But yeah, no, I I, I give it a 5.5. It's very fun. I watched the third episode last night, and they did a cool twist, uh, which I know you haven't seen any of the previous seasons, but all in, in the no. previous seasons, they would give him like an itinerary of all the cities they're going to go to. And in mm -hmm. this new season, they decided, we're not going to tell you the next city until the night before you're going there. That way you... They don't have time to like plan as well, so it makes it more chaotic and stuff. So it should be an interesting season, I think. Cool. But then we watched uh, both you and me cooking with Paris. We did. One. Talking about Kardashian, this was fun. Uh, what is this episode uh, thing about? Uh, episode one: Breakfast in the Clouds with Kim Kardashian West. A uh, heavily, an he a heavenly brunch. Sorry, with a nod to classic cereal, awaits longtime bestie Kim Kardashian West drops by to reminisce and bring order to Paris's kitchen. To bring order to Paris's kitchen. Order? When did that happen? <laughs> I have no fucking clue. It didn't happen in this episode. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> Not only do we get a lot of like unnecessary bad cooking, uh, we got Paris Hilton speaking like Tatley, like this, like Dolce, like Tatley. Yeah, it's the Valley Girl. <laughs> Valley Girl Twang is what we call it. It is literally the worst show I have. I I, I can't think of a worse show. It's like. I think oh, my goodness. unorthodox life is worse than this show. Only because no. it's... I think that's faker no. than this. I think this is more real really? than my ortho my unorthodox life. Yeah. I think wow. this actually is more genuine of a, like a, a show. I feel like they're, they're not as script... Hmm. It's not as scripted, right? So in that way, yeah. I think it's better. My favorite part of the uh, this episode was when Paris Hilton uh, goes to... Uh, Mrs. Weston goes, oh, you had a hard time in the corona, right? And she goes, yeah, it was hard during the corona. They're totally sitting there talking about how hard, <laughs> how hard the pandemic was uh, and how hard their lives were, these millionaires who we even know that uh, Kim Kardashian, she had a birthday party on a private island with her family yeah. during the pandemic so that 
she so rented in a private island during. <laughs> so I don't want to hear how bad your pandemic was, Kim Kardashian West. Speaking of the Valley Girl twang, it was weird. I mentioned this when we were watching it. Uh, Paris has that Valley Girl twang in her voice like all the time. She always she has always mm -hmm. sounded like that. But for some reason, when Kim Kardashian got together with Paris in this episode, she kind of got yeah. that. All of a sudden, she yep. had the twang. But when I have heard her talk in other, like, in her regular TV show, it's not as... Mm -hmm. She has a little bit of it, but not as much as when she's with Paris. They, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, combine and make, like, the ultimate valley girl, I guess? <laughs> it's like a Voltron of valley girl. I can't tell you how atrociously stupid I think this uh, show is, but I can also not tell you how incredibly funny I found it. I, I, I don't think I have laughed that much during 20 minutes in quite a while. It is so freaking entertaining. It, it It's a cooking... We didn't even really talk about what it is. It's a cooking show. It's where she cooks, but she doesn't yeah. really know how to cook anything, right? Right. She, does, she didn't even know what uh, tongs were. She's like, oh, I just called them the grabby things. <laughs> So she's, she's not a chef in any way, and the stuff she makes is, like, French toast. I'm going to make yeah. French toast. So it's more like her hanging out with her celebrity friend and, like, chatting. So in that way, it's kind of a mukbang show, isn't it? It is mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, what, that is what they should call it. Mukbang with Muk Paris. Mukbang with Paris. Yeah, because that's really what the show is. The whole, one of the fun, there was a funny part that made me laugh where she's cooking the marshmallow things and she's wearing these little, like, um, fingerless gloves and it, the marshmallow's getting all stuck to her gloves and she's like, oh, and I'm like, mm -hmm. it's funny because it clearly you should not be wearing glove, like little lace, uh, fingerless gloves when you're trying to cook. That's just generally a bad idea, but she clearly mm -hmm. did it on purpose to make a joke and so I, I appreciate the comedy there a little bit. The one thing that we also, thought was strange. Yeah, remember? Yeah, remember the 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 documentary we saw with Paris, when she says, "Oh, I don't want to look like this stupid bimbo anymore." Well, <laughs> why the fuck did you make this show then? Because <laughs> the whole time she's like, "I don't know what a spatula <laughs> is. I don't know what. I don't know how to cook. I don't know how to do anything." Uh, uh... The part where they're like, "Oh, the." You can hear the producer in the background, and he's like, oh, you got to use the blender. And she goes over to the corner of the kitchen. She's like, this? And she's pointing at the mixer. And he's like, no, the blender. And she's like, this? And she points at the... So, I, it, I mean, I don't think that's scripted, though. I think that's just parasitic. No. Right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this has 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way, uh, just to let you know. <laughs> yeah, it's getting a 1.5 out of me. There's a Washington Post article that I'm seeing. Uh, it's called, Paris Hilton's new t Netflix show takes all the joy out of cooking, is what the article is called. <laughs> That's fitting. Yeah, but it's getting this episode is getting a one point five, and I can't wait to see the next one. I think I'll g I'm gonna give it a three point five. Oh, you're way, way, way too nice. I mean, for what it was trying to be, it was what it was. So true. Uh, hey, uh, the Olympics is over. Aren't you glad the Olympics are over? Yeah, I s 
I saw part of the, what do they call it, where they transferred over to France or whatever, with, and they had Macron mm-hmm. standing on the big tower and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, we just have to wait six months to the Winter Olympics, so there's that. Oh, is that true? Oh, I guess, yeah, because yeah. we skipped last year. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so, there's that. Uh, but yeah, Norway, uh, very famous for sand and beaches. Very famous for that. I, I, yeah, uh, sure, yeah, all the yeah. sand and beaches there. Yeah, so of course we win the beach followed by uh, gold. Uh, Anders Moles, first gold for Olympic beach volleyball tournament. Uh, that would be the best ever for Norway, and one step farther for a certain... Somebody made it to Atlanta. I don't know what this is saying, but yeah, you guys want. Uh, who are they? Mole and Sorum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I love. I love when you say Norwegian things. Uh, does it say how much they won by? I don't see a score or anything, but yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, was it like big we news win. in Norway or like? Of was it course, just... it was. Yeah, okay. no huge news in Norway. I mean, we went, when we won basketball, people, at least uh, that I know, were like, yeah, and, yeah, of course we won basketball. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but yeah, uh, Russians are also winning in Tokyo, even though Team Russia is banned. How does that work? Right, the ROC uh one. So technically Russia is officially banned from competing in international sporting events until next year uh, for running state-sponsored doping. And yet there are 334 Russian gymnasts, sprinters, and other athletes competing in the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, and yeah, in fact, Wednesday Russian athletes had won 52 medals, putting them in third place after China and the U.S. Mm-hmm. So people are kind of like, well, that's a little... Weird, but apparently there it says the Russian team, it, it not being an official Russian team, is due to an enormous loophole that enabled them to compete as members of a made-up entity called the ROC, which stands for the Russian Olympic Committee. Uh, yeah, that, that is extremely stupid. That infuriates critics who say Russians have gotten a slap on the wrist from the Olympic Committee uh, that is too afraid to administer punishment. Okay. Yeah, it's extremely stupid. It is uh, one of the most uh, f- stupid rules I have ever heard of. I don't really... Well, I don't understand how that can even be a loophole. Because it's not... Well, it's not like a country. But maybe they figured out a way to make it something like a country. I don't know. Yeah, no. Uh... Hey, uh, you remember I Believe I Can Fly, I Believe I Can Touch the Sky, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Space Jam, right? Oh, Space Jam. R. Kelly uh, was in that. Uh, then we found out R. Kelly was a creep. Do you remember that? I think most people remember that. I think it, it, the fun, people knew that he was a creep way before <laughs> it came out that he was a creep, though. Yeah, and uh, of course he got in trouble for being a creep because he molested children allegedly. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he's in j- he's going to go to in jail for that, right? It says his trial is set to be uh, again Monday, so yes, well, yesterday. 
on federal charges that he led racketeering enterprises for two decades and used his managers, bodyguards, drivers, and personal assistants to recruit women and underage girls for sex. Federal prosecutors in Brooklyn indicted him who uh, for allegedly participating in exploitation, oh, sexual exploitation of children, kidnapping, and forced labor, as well as violations related to coercing and transporting women and girls in engaging in illegal sexual activity. Uh, yeah. Opening statements are scheduled to begin August 18th. So, what, next, in a week? A little more than a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, Mr. what do you think about this? Well, it says Mr. Kelly has pleaded not guilty to all criminal charges. Uh, oh. We'll follow it in a couple weeks and see, like what the opening statements are and everything, but uh, it sounds like he's going to try to deny everything. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what his defense comes up with to deny these things, right? Or what if they try to do some kind of weird loophole, like Bill Cosby thing, or what? Yeah. I still remember that interview he did with Gail Kim. One of my favorite, most favorite interviews of all time. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that. when he cried to the camera, and he, you know, I was like, "Gail, I wouldn't do this." Don't you remember that? Right. But that, I don't. What's her name? Gail something. It's not Gail Kim though. That's a wrestler. Isn't? Oh. <laughs> the Oprah. The Oprah, Oprah girl. Yeah, I yes. just know her as Gail because she's the yes. Oprah Gail. Yeah. Oprah Gail. <laughs> Gail Oprah. That's her name. Hey, we have an email. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. That's another digital citizen in one word at gmail.com. Without in one word. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> Stupid jokes. It's dumb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's dumb, but it made me laugh, so whatever. Yes. Another digital citizen on Facebook. We are also uh, on Twitter. Twitter. Uh, at podcast ADC, that's at podcast ADC. Uh, movie news: uh, Quentin Tarantino says that he vowed to not give his mom a penny of his fortune, and he sticks with it. Uh, yeah, it says he vowed not to give a penny of his fortune after she belittled his writing as a child. Uh, he told a podcast the moment that he stuck to his vow never to give his mom a penny. Uh, but once upon a time in a Hollywood director was talking to the host of the podcast, uh, Brian Koppelman about his childhood and the trouble he said he would get in for writing screenplays instead of doing his schoolwork. Uh, he recalled the time when his mother scolded him because he, she had a hard time about my scholastic, oh, my scholastic non-ability. That's a quote. Uh, mm. So yeah, he he was never liked that his mom wasn't happy with him writing screenplays, uh, and he when he was a child he was like, well if I ever get famous I'm not giving you any money, and I guess he stuck to it. It's kind of I'm funny, but at the same time it's kind of yeah. weird. Uh, the Suicide Squad has come out. I have not have time to watch it uh, yet. I have it very high on my li- my list of movies. It's very low on my list, but it is on my list. (laughs) But uh, it stumbled at the box office. Why did it do that? Despite best laid plans of Hollywood and studios and 
cinema operators, the movie theater business is still struggling uh, because of COVID-19. For a while, it looked like it was poised for a comeback with a strict uh, a string of record opening weekends, including A Quiet Place, Parth, F9, Black Widow, uh, which all did fairly well in June and July, despite a few well-timed theatrical hits, uh, the theaters aren't home yet. Uh, last weekend's release of Suicide Squad uh, fell short of expectations, earning only $26.5 million in the first three days of the U.S. release. Okay. Oh, North American release, sorry. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I have heard good things about it. Uh, I heard it's much better than the first one. But uh, then again... The, how hard uh, is that? Right, exactly. Yeah. But I think that might be the... Pro like, I think that's what maybe they're overlooking, is the fact that everybody hated the first Suicide Squad so much. That, it's like, so bad. Just having the name on there taints it, and people are like, I don't want to watch Suicide yeah. Squad. That, Suicide Squad's bad. It, right? So yeah. I think right there might be part of what went wrong. I mean, also, obviously, the Delta variant, people aren't w go wanting to go uh, as much. Mm. Uh, it says, at the time, at the same time, the film wasn't only available on the big screen, it was also released on HBO Max. So there's also that whole thing to it as well. So there's, I think mm. it's a combination of things happening here. I agree. Uh, movies. I have seen two, you have seen more. Let's hear about it. Okay, I will start. Uh, something you recommended to me, I think. Shiny Flakes, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, this is a documentary about a 17-year-old kid, I think he was 17, who mm -hmm. started a website to sell drugs, right? And he got a, somehow got a connection to some chemists who had some super high-quality drugs, and he was able to set up this website, and he was the, what, sole owner and operator of this place. He was ship yeah. shipping everything, he was taking all the money yeah. in, he was running the website, he was doing everything as, like, a 17-year-old kid. <laughs> uh, and then the cops came in and busted him and everything. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. I guess the full title is Shiny Flakes, the Teenage Drug Lord. Uh... Very interesting documentary, very... They have an interview with the guy, so he's sitting there actually telling you everything that happened and what his mindset was at the time, and it was interesting that he was mm -hmm. like... He wasn't even thinking, oh, I could get arrested for this, like, at all. That nope. wasn't even, like, in his... He wasn't... In his brain. He wasn't concerned at all. Right. Uh, <laughs> so when it happened, it was just, like, a complete surprise. It was like, it was, it was like a dream, I think is what he said in the, in the doc in the dock. So, mm -hmm. yeah, what did I give this? I gave this a, a 7.5. Yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. I'd recommend it to people if you are interested in documentaries. What else? Uh, I also saw another documentary you recommended to me, Pray Away. Uh, yeah. Mm. Right. Uh, this is a hard one to watch, for sure. I, oh, I had so a hard time with it, so I just imagine... How Ugh. how hard it was for you, Fro, but it probably also like kind of gave gave you an idea of like okay now it's I mean with this documentary they definitely are trying to say hey this is this is uh, bad but in certain parts of it I'm I was like it's got that weird thing where like the the people are out of that part of the religion but then they're like oh but I'm still gonna be 
in the religion, but not mm -hmm. that part. I'm going to, like, do my own thing or whatever, but I'm still... Mm -hmm. It's so weird to me that people will still stay religious after something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I totally agree. Yeah. Um, like the one uh, girl who is bisexual, and then... But she's running, like, her own church now. It's uh, so strange to me. I just don't... Yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a very moving, very hard-to-watch documentary, but very informative about... Uh, there was stuff in here that I didn't know about, for sure, like the different... Uh, well, I guess how deep it goes uh, and how far back it goes, how orga organized... That's the word I... Uh, how organized mm. it is, you know what I mean? Uh, that there's actual, like committees talking about this stuff and stuff like that that's crazy oh, yeah. to think about uh yeah did i give it a score already no, no. uh i'll give it an eight 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 uh cool i saw a movie called vivo on uh Netflix. oh yeah i wanted to watch this uh this is a limonel maranda movie uh oh maybe i don't uh, want to watch this <laughs> it's a m musical uh, uh, animation f movie. I don't think you will like it, Luke, because it's very animated and I, okay. it's very musical. Yeah, okay. I don't think this is your kind of movie at all. I don't think I'd make it through it. it just for already, you haven't even told me what the plot is yet, and... I still already don't think I'd make it through. So, so it's about this snow, uh, uh, snow bear that uh, it, uh, turns on to his life's journey to find, uh, follow destiny and have a lot of music and uh, deliver a love song for an old friend. Oh, I, I, I liked it. I thought it was very cute, but it's definitely made for children. Sure, uh, I give it a five point five. Uh, I saw something we're about to talk about. Uh, John and the Hole, I saw this week. Okay. Uh, I think you might really like this. This is a very divided movie, as far as I can tell from, like, the the reviews. Like, it, it's got 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 58% on Rotten Tomatoes, and when you read... We'll read some of the reviews in the another digital review, but... Yeah, it's very divided. Either people really, really like it, or people really, really hate it. You know what I mean? Uh, I really, really liked it. So, uh, uh, I gave it an 8. Uh, yeah, we're gonna t we're gonna watch the trailer and everything in a second, so we'll, I'll talk mm. about it more then. Cool. What else did you watch? I also saw The Resort. Did you ever see this? Uh, I think so. Well, we wa we watched the trailer for it uh, on the show. I know we did, but I don't know if you ever saw this. It's about a group of friends who go to an abandoned resort because it, they say it's haunted. Yep. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The yep. one girl has, like, uh, a blog or something that where she talks about mm -hmm. paranormal stuff, and so they get her, or they figure out a way to get on this island because, like, there's no ship, or there's no, nobody wants to take them there, but they find, you know, the one boat captain i guess in this case he's a pontoon boat or pontoon plane captain uh who takes them there uh it is a m movie that is probably one of the worst movies i've seen this year it's uh pretty bad if i don't remember incorrectly 
the acting's horrible. The they have you know some special effects happening that are all really bad. Uh, the mm. storyline it, completely nonsensical. It's got all the problems of a B horror movie. Uh, I, I give it a one. It's definitely going to be on my Ooh. list of bad movies. I don't know if it'll be on the worst worst, but it right now it's up there for sure. Well, the last thing uh, you saw, what was that look? What, it's called Aftermath on Netflix. It is called Aftermath on Netflix because this is uh, something you and me saw together. Aren't you glad you saw this movie? Because it definitely wasn't a movie that was 110% based on a true story. Right, it was so based on a true story that we looked up if it was based on a true story or not, <laughs> and it, it basically isn't, right? I think is what we no, figured out. No, it's not. It's, it, it is, it's based on a true story as we are based on plants. Sure. Well, I, I don't even know if that... Well, it, it's like... like the, I guess we have to kind of describe what it's about. So it's about <laughs> uh, a couple that moves into a house where there was a murder. And then mm-hmm. strange things start happening and the woman is kind of being gaslit uh, into thinking that the place is haunted, we, we think. And the husband doesn't believe her. And at some point you believe that the husband did it. That was one good thing about this movie. At least it kind of kept you guessing at certain points. It kept us guessing. I didn't like the explanation, but it guess, uh, kept us guessing. And so what we found out <coughs> in the real-life story, uh, in the the real-life story, it was very not connected in any way to this, but they say that it's based on a true story. But I would say it's incredibly, so loosely based on a true story that, like, even the person that did the crime in the main, in the real story is not the same as the person who did the crime in the movie, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, certain plot points in the main story kind of happened, but in the movie they happen in a whole different, more expanded way, which I guess is like, okay, that's how you do a movie. You take a, mm-hmm. something that that is interesting and then make it, try to make it even more interesting. But in this way, when you're trying to base it off a true story, to add something that didn't happen is a little weird. <laughs> but uh, here's the problem with this movie. The movie. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I didn't hate it, don't get me wrong, uh, but there was some, especially at the end, there was a very, very, very terrible performance by somebody. I don't want to spoil it, but I, I think you know who I mean. Uh, and it was very like it's it's giving vibes of other kind of movies. They were kind of going for something, but it was so ridiculously bad that I just sit there and was like, this is the ending? Really? <laughs> yeah, the, I think like, the ending what? is really one of the worst parts. I mean, the acting's not yeah. all that great, uh, and the, like no. you said, the storyline is really dumb. Especially once you look up what the true story actually is, then it's even a dumber storyline. Mm. Uh, but the ending really is what ruined it because you could have done anything, especially since the story actually, like the real story, actually had you know an ending to it that you could have used. But they were like, no, we're gonna do this really cliche. Hackney, uh, store like nineteen seventies style, uh, yeah, storyline, uh, 
of like a 1970s horror movie storyline that you've seen a hundred times, you know, and even at the beginning, we made jokes about, oh, wouldn't it be funny if this is how they ended the movie, mm, and then yeah. that's how they ended the movie. It was like we yeah, joke. Yeah. It was a joke ending that we made up, and then they <laughs> yeah. actually ended it that way. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I will give this movie a four. Oh, I gave it a three. So, yeah, it was watchable. But yeah, let's uh, talk about this movie that you want me to see, John and the Hole. Ooh, R-rated. Yeah. I mean, I watched this and I don't remember there being like hugely violent parts or anything. So Ooh, I love. I something. You like who? Question. IFC. Oh yeah. Films. Yeah. He to there was Dexter. Like he plays the dad. An adult. Can you please stop? Is he a serial killer? When do you stop being a kid? I didn't know what to tell him. I like the sound design of this uh... trailer. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty indie. I mean, IFC does stand for Independent Film Company, so. Can you tell your mother I'm here? <coughs> This is your life, John. This is what you want to do. This could be who you are. Yeah, it has a very indie feeling. Yeah. I like that, though. I just saw this Hi, it was this available, Anna. and I watched the trailer and Hi, was like, Anna. okay, I want to see that. Because the trailer is really good. Hi, yeah, it is. And they do a good job of not giving away anything, you know, like a lot of trailers give away stuff, but it still makes you want to see it. I'm sorry. Cool. Yeah. That is very, very cool. What is this Oscar-nominated movie all about, Luke? A desperate game of survival unfolds after a 13-year-old John traps his family in a hole. The... Let's see. Oh, there it is. 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 58% on Rotten Tomatoes, 64% on Metacritic, 60% like this movie. Hmm. It's almost like it has, like, six all over. Yeah, like, it's very, like I said, it's very split, it seems like. Uh, some people really like it and some people really hate it, so it's all, I think it's always going to be around a 5, 6, uh, in, mm. in, if certain... Uh, people are liking it and certain people are hating it. And I definitely found that on the Facebook is that certain people really loved it. Oh, no, I didn't go to the Facebook. I went to the IMDb. Certain people really liked it and pr certain people really hated it. Um, here's a 1 out of 10 from William7. Uh, if this <laughs> passes for intellectual entertainment in certain cir circles, I want no part. Truly an uninspired work with no value except... In the mind of a sociopath, a complete waste of my time and some some and somebody else's money is what it says. Uh, I found uh, on on uh, Google there was no one that gave it one star, so that's cool. Uh, but I found some uh, two stars. Alice uh, Tumber Skillskillskill says worth a look. It has everything it promised. Jack and a hole. Uh, <laughs> Daff Daff Boy 
says 10 out of 10. I really like it. Interesting. Really good and interesting part about John and family. I can relate how John feels, but I'm not going to spoil it. And I'm glad about the end. About the end was success. Charlie Shotwell has been my favorite since Captain Fantastic, Troop Zero. I don't know if there's another movie I would lo love to see him. I support... Uh, I support Charlie. Uh, he's a good actor. So, uh, Danny Price says Michael C. Hall and the rest of the family in the whole did very well. John is creepy, so guess what he did well. Uh, this movie sucked overall. It leaves too many questions unanswered. Makes for good birth control, I guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, slow, intense, and boring, says Paul Aries. I don't know how I made it through till the end. In an attempt to create mood and atmosphere, the creators decided to minimize dialogue, add dreadful music with somber characters who nobody would care about. Uh, <laughs> avoid this movie is my recommendation. Wow. Uh, I, but I'll, we'll do a good one to end it. Not 9 out of 10. It's an amazing, unique, intense, psychological coming-of-age movie. It has very beautiful story and nice character study and a brilliant screen... Play. Cinematography is amazing, and so is the original score. So, like I said, the that review that I just read and the one before are like completely opposites of each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it makes me watch this uh, movie even more. Actually, believe it or not. Yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it. So we'll see see what you think if you like it or not. Yeah, also coming out this week is an independent uh, movie called The Suicide Squad. Uh, this is directed uh, by James Gunn. The government sends the most dangerous supervillains in the world. Bloodsport, Peacemaker, King Shark, Harley Quinn and others to a remote enemy-fused island of Corto Maltese. Armed with high-tech weapons, they... Uh, trek through a dangerous jungle to search and destroy mission with only cool uh, Rick flag on the ground to see them make them behave. Uh, it has uh, actors that I don't know: John, Jonathan Cena, uh, Margaret Robbie, Pete Davidson, Sylvester Stallone, Idris Elba, a lot of other people, and Flula, which is the most important actor in oh, the yeah. movie. Yeah, don't don't forget that. Another thing, bring your own brigade. Uh, filmmaker Lucy Walker looks to answer the question humanity can no longer afford to ignore. Why are catastrophic wildfires increasing in number and severity around the world, and can anything be done to lessen the staggering death and destruction it causes? Featuring wildfire footage, interviews with survivors, firefighters, and scientists. Uh, sounds like a documentary, yeah? 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, 81% on Metacritic. I got your answer, uh, Lucy. It's called Global Warming. Whirly Bird, a 2020 documentary, 43 minutes long. A pioneer of helicopter reporting, Bob Turr, along with his wife, Marina Gerard, forever changed broadcast news with an action-packed love coverage of the momental moments in Los Angeles history. Tour and Gerard's intense work delivers a needed daily dose of adrenaline for Tour, but a thousand of hours spent chasing breaking news eventually takes its all. Directed by Matt Yoka, 
82% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.2 so, uh, out of 10 on IMDb, 68% on uh, Metacritic. Playing God, uh, comedy. A brother and sister Connors duo scam a grieving billionaire by convincing him they can introduce him to God face to face. They recruit their mentor to play God as the threesome attempts the biggest con of their lives. 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 4 mm. out of 5 on Common Sense Media, and 78% of Google users like this film. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, then we have Annette. Uh, Henry is a stand-up comedian with a fierce sense of humor who falls in love with Anne, a world-renowned opera singer. Under the spotlight, they passionate... Uh, they form a uh, passionate and glorious couple. With the birth of their first child, a mysterious girl with an uh, a special uh, with a exceptional destiny. Their lives are turned upside down. Uh, this has seven out of ten out on IMDb, sixty nine percent on Google. No on Rotten Tomatoes. Kitty, six out of nine on. Out of 10 on Film Finfanity, it has Adam Driver in it. Okay, uh, what is this called? Why is there not a name at the... Oh, The Naked Singularity. Uh, well, it's got a lot of really good actors. Cassie is a promising young New York public defender whose idealism is being uh, to beginning to crack under the daily injustices of the very justice system he's trying to make right. Doubting all he has worked for and seeing the signs of the universe collapsing all around him, he is pulled into a dangerous high-stakes drug heist by an unpredictable former client in an effort to beat the broken broken system at its own game. Uh, it's got Olivia Cook in it, Bill Skarsgård, uh, John Boyega, so a bunch of good people in it. Uh, hmm. But it's got 23% on Rotten Tomatoes, 4 out of... 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 37% on Metacritic, uh, but 90% of Google users liked it. Cool. Uh, yeah, I really want to see uh, John and the Hall. Uh, that's definitely my number one. But I think my def uh, definitely number two is actually playing God. That looks very, very fun. I think that's my number one, just because I saw John and the Hall. But yeah, I agree with you, totally. Mm -hmm. And I guess Suicide Squad might be my next one. Uh, next week we will talk news of the week, uh, probably more about uh, GC Max and uh, the friends, uh, TV movie, TV and movie news of the week, another digital uh, review of Don't Breathe 2, I am so looking forward to that. Did I see Don't Breathe? I don't remember. It is so good. I don't remember Maybe. if I saw it or not, so I, I guess I'll have to go watch the trailer it. and remind oh, myself. So good. All right, so all right. Good. Uh, Cooking with Paris, episode two. Uh, who's uh, in that? Who who was this? Oh yeah, I was there this well, rapper we never heard of? Oh, sweetie, right? Is that yeah? That's sweetie. who's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've heard of her mm -hmm. now. I've been hearing yeah, about her for like the last show. week. She just came out of came out of the out from under a rock or something in my life because all of a sudden she's everywhere. Hmm. Oh, I that's the she's got a McDonald's. Uh, meal, you know, like they have the McDonald, like 
uh, they had the Jay Bavlin meal, and they had the who was the other people that did meals for McDonald's? You know what I'm talking about? They did the uh, no. BTS meal. The BTS had their own like oh, signature right, meal right. at McDonald's. Well, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. she's got her own signature meal at McDonald's now. Oh, yeah, and we never heard of her. Uh, well, no, not before this week, but now she's everywhere, so. Huh. Wonder where that comes from. Uh, we can look her up right now if you want. I mean, we're in the Jeremy no, round, it's right? Not, it's not super important. Uh, but yeah, um, anything that you have seen on the tubes? Or anything you want to talk about? Uh, do you want to talk about the NXT uh, probably being shut down? Oh yeah, what's what's going on with that? I I it's so confusing. Uh, so they fired a lot of people from NXT, like a bunch, and it looks like they are talking about reforming it into something else. NXT was my favorite show on WWE, to be honest. So I think they are shitting the bed for some reason, or it could be that they are. Uh, downsizing again for selling it for a better price. Oh, maybe. Uh. Oh, to sell it to like Fox or something? Yeah, or, yeah. Didn't they already sell it to Fox? Or wh- what does Fox own now? SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, I don't remember who has Raw. Okay. But, you know, it's it's it is very weird. It seems like they are firing like left and right without any purpose uh yeah uh, I posted a link in the chat in the mm-hmm. pod links chat if you want to look at that mm-hmm. I found this last night and I was like this is a thing that's ha- that's on the internet <laughs> okay it's a live feed of two axolotls uh, just chilling. So, for people that don't know, what is an axolotl? It's like a weird sea creature. You can kind of see him. One of them is see the window of the house. In the house, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And I don't see the other one right now. Last night when I came here, they were both out and like walking around. So, uh, uh-huh. this is Axel Auto Live twenty four seven with Gary and Mig the Axel Autos. At Gary the Axle Auto channel. <laughs> That's funny. Just in case you want, <laughs> you want some. Uh, if I'm super bored one day. All right, or you just want some background bullshit thing in the background that you can just have on. It's kind of relaxing in a way. It's like looking at a fish tank, yes. basically. Yeah. Yeah. I love fish tanks. Uh, yeah, I found this. Uh, Melanda girl, she has made a song about puffins. That is maybe my highlight on YouTube this week. Uh, I've seen an article, Justice Department signaled Monday that they could release some classified information about its investigation into the September 11th attacks, which families of the victims say could show connections between the Saudi government and and the terrorists uh, who attacked the buildings. In a letter to federal court, the Biden administration said the FBI recently closed part of the investigation and the evidence to determine whether more can be, and they are on the evidence to determine whether more can be disclosed about this. Okay. 
So that might be something we talk about next week if that happens. It sounds like the family, the victims of the family members and first responders called on President Joe Biden to skip the memorial events of September unless he released these documents, okay? Which they believe hmm. implicate Saudi officials in supporting these acts of terrorism. That's an interesting... Yeah, we'll, we'll follow up on that next week, maybe. It wouldn't surprise me if it's true, to be honest. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of connections between between them, and if you've ever, I mean, there's mm -hmm. lots of documentaries you can go out and watch about this kind of stuff. But oh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot, always been speculation that the Saudi government, uh, if not di had something to do with it, maybe have funded it in some way. Right? Yeah. Did you hear about the Ariana Grande Fortnite concert? Uh, no. Fortnite, yeah, huh? Ariana. Yeah, Fortnite, because that's hot. That's so hot, like totally. Like, totally so hot. Yeah, no, uh, Ariana Grande had a Fortnite concert, and when I say concert, I'm using it in, uh, what do you call it, goose eyes? Uh, yeah, um, I, I saw this because of penguins uh, that I subscribe to uh and uh and uh, he, he he was was there when this was going on he even bought the ariander grande skin it was kind of funny okay uh i'm seeing that nasa is looking for four people to live inside their 3d printed mars module for a year if anybody's looking for something to do for a year <laughs> i wouldn't mind that I wonder if they pay you. They must pay you, right? It doesn't say how much yeah. they pay you, though. Probably not a lot. Yeah, probably not a lot. Probably not enough. Isn't there... What yeah. was the TV show we just we watched pretty recently that was about, like, the Mars living in a thing on Mars? Oh, yeah. And it had John C. Riley in it. What was yeah, that, that called? Was... Whatever that one. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. That show was all right. Yeah. It was fun. At times. Um, Brooklyn 999, final season. Uh, soon out. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I thought soon last out, season yeah. was last the last season for some reason, but okay. No, no, no. Brooklyn 999, uh, season 8. I saw a teaser. Uh, I'm very happy about that. Uh, so, we have, have you seen this Sarah Brand red dress music video on on uh, no. YouTube, it, there's a lot of people making fun, making fun of it. Uh, okay. They're saying it's like the worst, the worst uh, video on or music video on YouTube. But we've seen a lot of really bad music videos in our time. I mean, it's every day, bro. Happened on YouTube. So um, yes. Yeah. Why don't you give me a countdown? I'm not gonna play the audio, but Fro's gonna right, listen right. to it for the first time and react. Okay. Go ahead. And I have. I have never seen this before. Okay. In three, two, one, play. Okay. So Whoa. Red dress. red dress. Okay, she's cute. She's going into a church. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> how how do you feel about her voice? Christ. Pro. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> her her voice is the best. She's like an angel, right? 
is this Christian propaganda as well? There's a lot of question as to whether this is all on per like it's if it's bad on purpose. Like if it's all a ruse to like get people to watch it because it's so bad, or whether it's actually bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> that wink <laughs> That wink Amazing. I, I I mean the weird part is this is on this is on the v- official Vivo channel. And like if you look in the, the info, the descriptors, it's got like a producers, director of photography, production assistants, makeup uh makeup people. Like this is a professionally done music video and stuff. And then the song is like Awful. I have no clue what you mean. It's the best song I have ever heard in my entire life. I mean, we can stop it whenever you want. Shower So I love when people sing like this. So yeah, it's so high pitched. I was like, I was worried I was going to get attacked by dog by listening to that. Do you think it's really bad, or do you think it's? They made it bad to oh, try to get I, no, YouTube views. I think it's probably made for YouTube. Views. You think it's not like she doesn't actually actually yeah, sing no, this no. bad? Probably it's like she. No. Yeah, I wonder. It's probably gonna come out whether it is or not at some point, right? It's just right now. Has it's she kind been of, interviewed about this? Interviewed what? Oh, there is another video of her. What do you mean? There's another music video of her. What, on her channel? Or where? Yes. Well, I'm sure. It's called F- Fantasy. Well, yeah, and it's also from a month ago? Yeah. Let's, I don't know. People aren't talking it. about that one, but I can't really play it right I, now, so... If no, you want... I, I, I will play two seconds of it and, okay. and listen if it's as bad. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it is as bad. Okay. okay. <laughs> She's only got two <laughs> videos on her whole channel. Um, yeah. But one of them has a hundred and seventy-seven thousand, and the other has a million views. And the one that's got a million views is the the red dress video. Mm-hmm. But like the production Best. of the of the actual filming is is like really good. So it, there's a couple options here. Either she's just some really rich girl whose parents paid to have this music video done and then like Friday. Yeah. Well, but then she like was like we can't do any type of auto-tune or fixing of the vocals. I want my voice to sound pure or something. You know what I mean? And it's like and this ended up happening cuz if I feel like they did no <laughs> post-production on on the vocals at all. Oh. Oh, hashtag worst song I have ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, I just don't get it. If you were the person filming this, you had you no at no point was somebody like behind the camera or the director go, uh, this song's bad. Look, guess what I found? What? I found a, a original uh, song uh, where she plays the guitar. Okay, send it, send it oh, over. I guess. Oh, that. Oh God! Yeah. Anyway, um, I think we have to wrap things up. Uh, we can't play that either. Uh, no, Simon. we can't. Uh, go and look up uh, this on your own. It's uh, atrociously bad. Is it the worst music? Vi- is it worse than Friday? Is it the worst music no, video ever? No, no, no. What is another no. really bad 
music video. Hot Girls, that that was a really bad music video. Yeah. yeah. Badger, 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 mushroom, mushroom. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know if it's the worst ever, but it's up there. But yeah, let's wrap this up. It's up there. Okay, uh, from the United States of Norway, I'm Fro. Uh, from Nor States, I'm Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di- another, digi- another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.